0: Bill Monty's Guide for Getting Older. Hey, this isn't about being old. This is about getting older. And no matter your age, right now, you are getting older, whether you like it or not. What we like to do is just give you some tips and hints about how to make the whole process a lot smoother. So come on, join us. Hello, my friends, and welcome to Bill Monty's Guide for Getting Older. Might notice a little bit of change. It used to be Bill Motti's guy to getting older, but we started thinking about it, and this is really about for getting older. And as we just said in the intro, there, it's not about being old or getting old. Old is a state of mind. What we wanted to do this season with this podcast was to give you the tools to help you as you age. There's no secrets here, but based on my experience as someone who has been getting older for a long time. <laughs> Well, I just thought I'd like to share that with all of you. And so that's what we've been doing this year. Uh, We've been having fun since we started the podcast. And I hope you've been having fun too. Just want to say thank you to everyone who has supported us and and who's been there for us. So this podcast, My Social Security Journey Part 2, or Part 2, in case someone in France is listening, I'm happy to say that this actually isn't that exciting. Stay tuned anyway, because we got some fun stuff coming up. The fact of the matter is, as I related in the last episode, I filled out the application, did it online, wasn't really that difficult, had some questions, I did have to call the Social Security office, was on hold for about 45 minutes, so be prepared for that, and I did speak to someone who, for the most part, answered my questions. Well, the day before Thanksgiving, I received a call from someone at the Social Security office in Birmingham, Alabama. And she wanted to let me know that they were processing the application. She just had a couple of questions for me. Very generic, very general. Wanted to know if I had any questions. And I asked the ones that I had. If you recall, I was a little confused about the starting date based on full retirement age. The, the agent that I spoke to had one answer. The website has another. Other websites have yet another answer. So she was able to answer that for me. I'd say wasn't that happy with the amount that I'll be receiving. So when you go on to www.ssa.gov to start this process, you can look up and see an estimate of what your earnings will be if you take it now, if you take it in the future, at what age, blah, blah, blah. So based on that estimate, I thought I would be receiving a amount, an amount, plus the 3.2 COLA increase that's coming January, 2024. When I spoke to the agent on the phone, she gave me a number that was more along the lines of about 30 to $40 less than what it said online, but said that they would clarify that when someone contacted me. So I, I did, I, I waited, and when the woman told me, I was a little disappointed because it was that smaller amount. And that was with the COLA increase already figured in. A little irritating because, you know, when I reviewed my earnings on that page on, online, it was pretty much spot on. You know, was it plus or minus a couple of dollars here and there over the course of the years? I mean, it goes back to when I started working when I was 15, You know, maybe, but it was generally correct. And based on that, I should be receiving about $40 more than I'm going to be receiving initially. On the plus side, because I'm still working, they do a review every year. So besides the COLA increase, they review your earnings from the previous year, but they can't do that until you file your taxes. So this review will probably happen for me sometime around the summer of 2024, but they have until December of 2024, to actually start any increase that they feel might be necessary. So I received a letter in the mail today from uh, Social Security confirming the conversation that we had and confirming the change that I made on that conversation. And now I have to wait for the letter that tells me exactly what the amount will be and all the other information that they want to tell you. Kind of a quiet denouement on this whole thing, if you will. I'm going to have to say that based on everything I'd heard, I thought this would be a lot more traumatic. So good news for you, my friends, when it comes your time, if you get everything in a row, you shouldn't have any problems at all, which is great. Oh, and one document they said that I would have to have when I did the application was my current certificate of marriage. And when I asked her about that, she seemed kind of surprised. And she was like, no, you've been married quite a while, haven't you? And I said, yeah, long time. So she said, no, no, we don't, we don't need any documents from you at all. So pleasant surprise. And anyway, that's my social security journey. Parts one, parts two, and uh, the end, I guess. So we have a lot of exciting things happening with the show. I want to catch you up on that and what's going to be happening in the future. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. This is being recorded about five days after Thanksgiving, 2023. I hope you had a wonderful time with your family. As you all know, this is the start of the holiday season, right? Even though Christmas trees have been up in Lowe's and Home Depot since October 1st, this is really the start of the holiday season. So I want to wish you and yours, whatever holiday you celebrate, I hope it's a grand one. I hope it's a great one. I hope it's filled with peace and love. Other news uh, regarding this podcast, we will be going on a hiatus now through the month of December. And when we come back, so we're going to be launching a show called Tales from South Florida. And I think you're going to love this show, even if you don't come from South Florida or you've never visited. South Florida has a wonderful history. Now, granted, it doesn't have the history of Boston that goes back hundreds and hundreds of years, you know, in terms of architecture, all that sort of stuff. But a lot happened between the late 1800s to today in South Florida. We have been the focal point for a lot of change. And I thought it would be great to tell these stories in a new and entertaining way. So if you grew up in South Florida, if you uh, visited South Florida, if you have family here in South Florida, I think you're going to like the show. It's going to launch January 2024. I do hope you'll join us because it's going to be exciting. As far as our show right here, when it comes back, it will probably be rebranded. We're going to change the focus. So this whole first season, the first 15 episodes has been about giving you the advice that I've learned as I've gotten older. So whether it's help paying your electric bill as you get older, uh, whether it's talking about, you know, the memories and the things that, you, that come along, talking about maybe physical limitations or finances. That's what this was all about. When we come back, we want to try to change the focus of the show. So it's going to be more about living a healthy, great life. And look, if something else comes along in the middle of it, we'll still talk about it. But we want to really kind of focus more on the positive and how to get you there. Bill Monty's Guide for Getting Older will be returning. And we look forward to you joining us, and we'll be sure to let you know when that's happening. In the meantime, we hope that you'll stick around for Tales from South Florida. If you go to the website, you will notice we do have a website now. So when I send out the links and say we've got a new episode, you click on that link and you're going to go thank you to my friends at Buzzsprout, by the way, which is where I put this podcast out on the platforms it goes out on. So you'll now be able to select. So instead of it just being a Spotify link like it has been, it's going to give you options. Do you want to listen on Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, all the different places? Or do you want to listen on the website? So if you're no, if you don't have a Spotify account or any of those other things, you'll be able to just go to the website and listen to it like on a browser. Isn't that easy? And when you go, you will see that now it's easier to communicate with us. And hopefully, you will help us out. We now have a support button on there. You've been so supportive here. But it does cost a little bit of money to do podcasts. So anything that you can do to help our podcast in its infancy will translate to this show and to the new Tales from South Florida. It starts as low as $3. If you can do that, that's great. If you can't, hey, still... We hope you'll stick around for us, all right? We're going to come back in just a few moments. we to talk a little bit about the holidays, and then we will wrap up our first season of Bill Monty's Guide for Getting Older. Hello, friends. Bill Monte here, and I'm inviting you to join me with our new show coming in 2024, Tales from South Florida. Whether you grew up in South Florida, you're still living in South Florida, or you think about South Florida, there's a lot of stories that you need to know about. From Al Capone to Meyer Lansky. From the haunted theaters of Fort Lauderdale to the Hollywood Sportatorium. From the Fort Lauderdale Strip to stripping down at the nude beaches. We've got it all for you coming in 2024. Tales from South Florida with Bill Monte. We will see you on the flip side. Thank you and welcome back, my friends. So I wanted to, first off, being the holiday season, I want to give you a gift as a thank you for all of your support, all of your kindness uh, since we started the podcast so I was talking before about uh, Tales from South Florida will be launching in, the, uh, uh, in January of 2024. I'm going to put a preview of that, a of, uh, preview of one of the episodes on the Facebook page for you. So you can listen. We've already got two episodes wrapped up. And we're going to hopefully record and release five once we get to January. But I want you to get kind of a taste for it. And I'd love your feedback on it. So remember, you can always write to us at BillMonte04 at gmail.com. Or you can call us. I'd love to hear your voices, too. We can leave a voicemail for us. That number is 754-800-3170. And let me know what you think about this show. We think about the preview that we give you of Tales from South Florida. That would be your gift to me. So as we enter the holiday season, you know, one of the things we talk about getting older is certainly the memories are so strong now. They, um, they're just a part of us. And you, you start remembering for me, you know, when you grow up in South Florida, you you don't have the cold weather, you don't have the snow, you don't have the change of seasons. We moved here when I was a young boy and every Christmas we would go to see my grandmothers in Arkansas, in Little Rock. Those were magical trips, even back then. Even though I was you know, a young boy, I think eight years old, nine years old when we first did it, but that was up through my teenage years. We went there every Christmas and every summer. We were a small family. Both of my grandfathers passed away before I was born. It was my mother, my father, me, my brother, and my two grandmothers, plus distant relatives on my father's side that also lived in the area. I remember one time driving up. We were outside, we were on the turnpike, and we were outside of a town called... uh, we didn't know how to pronounce it really. Kiss me was the best we could do. And my father turned to us and pointed out the window to the right and said, Boys, that's where Walt Disney's going to build his new Disneyland. I was amazed. And I looked out on this vast swampland, really, and tried to imagine what that would be like. It would be several years before that would open. But my father did make sure that the first spring Disney World was open, we were there. We were teenagers by that time, though. The drives up were always magical. As we drove further north, always a few days before Christmas, maybe a week before Christmas, the weather would get colder. We'd start bundling up a little bit more. We didn't have a lot of money, so my mother, for the first day at least, would pack sandwiches and meals and we'd stop at, I don't know if you remember these they were called wayside stations back then they were basically picnic tables on the side of the highway and we'd pull over to one and we'd open up the, the ice chest and pull out the ham and cheese sandwiches and the potato chips and the potato salad and coleslaw and it was just as grand as the Thanksgiving dinner you know, imagine being eight years old and you're sitting on the side of the highway, the trucks rolling by. My brother and I, after we ate, we'd run to the side of the road. How dangerous was that? And we'd start putting our hands up and pulling them down. And the truckers would honk their horns as they went by. We'd drive up through Georgia, through Atlanta. We'd hang a left somewhere around there. Would take us through Tennessee... We always uh, stopped for a while at a place called Granny's or Grandma's. It was outside of Knoxville. had great food. And then we'd arrive at my grandmother's house, my father's mother. And you'd walk in. It was always, you know, gas appliances, gas stoves. The smell was very unique. You'd always walk in to the smell of a pie cooking. Maybe the Christmas tree would be up. Maybe it wouldn't. And the joy would start right then. It was all quite magical for us. So for many years, and I wasn't here in South Florida celebrating with my friends the holidays. We were celebrating with the small family that we had. Of course, back then, if you were a young boy, the best you could hope for, for presents was, uh, well, you know, the stockings were full of socks and underwear. <laughs> But you'd get the G.I. Joe. You'd get the Hot Wheels. Man, we loved Hot Wheels. We'd build the tracks. I think the one gift I always wanted that we never got, you know, in September, the, the Sears Roebuck catalog would arrive. My brother and I would tear through it, looking at it. And there was always that tabletop pinball game, electric pinball game. I didn't get that until after I got married, actually. My father was right. Quit playing with it after about the first week. So I guess he was good not to not to buy it. But, Always hoped that would be in there, but it wasn't about that. Looking back on it, it was about the family. It was about the fact that my my maternal grandmother always had this one bowl. I have it now. I still have it. Carnival glass type of bowl, but it was filled with the old Brock's kind of chalky mints, the kind you would see in restaurants back then as you paid your bill. And she always had the chocolate carry, uh, chocolate covered cherries out for us. She had a sadder life, so her house wasn't as filled with joy sometimes. But it was all mystical and wonderful. And I miss it now more than I ever thought possible. Not just the youth, but the embracing the time as it was. I know we hear this all the time and as older people when we say this no one likes to hear it but it was better back then. There was a closeness that isn't here anymore when families get together and everyone's face is buried into their phone. They're messaging all the time. We would gather around after dinner and sing songs. We performed for each other. My brother and I at my, my maternal grandmother's house, there was a school for the blind close by. And we would sit on the curb during the day and watch as they the teachers would bring the students by, teaching them how to walk with the cane. I think back on it now, I think what wonderful people they were. They were also like these kind of ghosts that were passing by us. Those days are gone, right? But they live in my heart And I hope that your past memories live in your heart and in your soul. And I leave you with these words. When I was in high school in chorus, we used to sing a song. Let there be peace on earth and let it begin with me. Keep that in mind, my friends. The opportunity for peace and kindness always lies within you. I hope you have a happy and safe holiday season and I look forward to speaking with you again in 2024. Be kind.